0: That'd be cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Test, test, test. think looks
2: good? You mean Jane Lynch? Jane Lynch. You mean, <laughs> do you mean Jane Lynch's alter ego? Is <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis and Jane Lynch uh, take up the uh, the same uh, the same Met- space in my brain?
1: <laughs> yeah, I- I'm like that with. Uh <laughs> Oh uh, shit! To the point where That's like I funny. can't even remember both their names at the same time. It's like Claire Danes and um, Kate C- Blanchett are the yeah. same person in my head. They're interchangeable, and I don't know why. Because if <laughs> oh. I see them side by side, they're very clearly
0: two different That's women. But like
1: in my head, yeah. I can't distinguish them. That's the same with, with me and my... Matt
0: Damon and uh, uh, uh ben Mark Mark Wahlberg. Oh
1: Mark, you Mark,
0: dude! Yeah. I don't know why.
2: <laughs> um. Um that's funny cuz Kate Blanchett is is um very much like an icon in my mind and I don't even know who the other woman is. I mean I've heard the name and I'm sure if I saw Claire her face Claire Danes.
1: Yeah, she's she was like in Homeland and she's been in like she's been in stuff but like yeah she's not as like ubiquitous as Kate Blanchett is and uh, yet for some reason I can't like separate the two of them yeah. in my mind. Like I I always replace wh- whenever I'll be thinking of Kate Blanchett and call her Claire Danes and then vice versa, you know. We should. Claire Danes uh, is know, a little more fishy looking.
2: Too far from yeah. all this gold. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I've
1: been rolling for a minute, so here there we go. Uh, three, two, one. We we do yeah. have a lot of gold before we start we recording. Can't usually, miss <laughs> we always the
2: make the Danes commentary.
1: <laughs> yes, I, I, we always make the the grievous error of not sinking before we start talking because yeah. we always end up talking about something. <sighs> Random and interesting. About, I know. In this case, me not being able to tell the difference between Claire Danes or Kate Blanchet—they're the same person in my head. You know what? <laughs> I don't what?
2: know why. You know what we should we should be doing? We should be keeping track of stuff for mini. I mean, mini, the mini bog collection episode is, yes. a, is honestly a terrible idea for for a podcast <laughs> episode. But yeah, um, people occupy lunch.
0: the same space in your mind. I It'd love be that a good, you said that, Jack. Topic. J- Jane Lynch and Jamie Lee Curtis take up the same space in my brain (laughs) like that's that's what i have i have a bunch of people who are like
2: that where it's like i Mm -hmm. i wouldn't i couldn't list them off right now Mm -hmm. but if like in context i'd be like oh is that this person or this person
1: yeah. Yeah. Or, like, I also have this thing where I have, like, face blindness for very specific people. Like, for mm. example, Grimes. Like, whenever I yeah. see Grimes, I don't realize that's Grimes. I'm like, oh, that's Grimes? Okay. Mm. I've seen her, like, <laughs> a, a thousand times now. And yet every time I see her, I don't recognize her. Yeah. Uh,
0: Johnny or, Depp um, was like that for me for a
2: long time. Mm-hmm. No, I, but,
0: I'm with you. Johnny Depp is a very hard <laughs> face to kind of, like, recognize, yeah, but especially I in think, I mean, movies.
2: Yeah. I think recently he's done a lot of. Like it's funny because when he was when he was young, he did a lot of stuff where it was just like his face. And then, Mm -hmm. like when we were growing up, he did like he was he just did a bunch of characters,
0: like a huge bunch of characters. Like, like I'm I'm sorry, Willy Wonka, Johnny Depp. That is not the same person.
2: Yeah, dude, Willy Wonka, (laughs) Edward Scissorhand, Jack Sparrow. Like those are not the same people. That regular guy from the Tourist
1: um and then, and then what he about did, skeleton key johnny depp
0: I, yeah yeah and then he did
1: a bunch of Poor like,
0: walrus tra- johnny depp
1: transcendence or, wait, it's called <laughs> like, tusk sorry it's called Tusk. Uh, oh
2: yeah tusk he actually looked uh, he he actually was kind of unrecognizable in tusk a little well bit. they changed his nose they like gave him like makeup to make him look they like, always change his nose like they depp. give him because they give him in um <laughs> is it 21 jump street or 22 jump street where he like I know that Twenty One Jump Street is the show that Johnny Depp was in. That he then yeah. makes a cameo role in the movie. I think Twenty One Jump Street. um Or what about
0: Fantastic Mr. Beast? He's like the villain in that too. It Fantastic doesn't look anything like Mr. Yet.
2: Beast. Fantastic Mr. Beast. He's is gonna that give, the name of the he's movie? Gonna, he's going <laughs> to yeah. give his
0: one hundred
2: thousandth beast that he captured.
0: Um a golden snitch or a gown. You, know you know what's really sad about that? <laughs> and the movie poster was Johnny Depp's
1: character being like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I legitimately oh
0: did God. not notice that coming out of my mouth until you guys started laughing. I'm like, what are they laughing uh, about?
1: Oh the
2: fantastic Mr. Beast. That's awesome. I, the crossover we've all been waiting uh, for.
0: I was watching too much Wes Anderson and now I've combined so Mr. Beast with Wes Anderson. So it's
1: Mr. Beast. Fantastic Mr. Fox and Fantastic Beasts, beasts and Where, and where to, find, to Find Them and Where to Find Them. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. Fantastic <laughs> Mr. Wow, wow, wow!
1: <laughs> That's so funny. I anyway,
0: <laughs> it's a crossover we uh, deserve. F- Come oh, on, man. Hollywood, Hollywood, weird, get on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hollywood, weird. <laughs> um, oh, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Oh yeah, That's Johnny like, Depp. He yeah. is very, uh, he is very relevant in the news right it's now. He's a bit of a
2: chameleon. Yeah, at he's Johnny irrelevant. Depp. I was gonna say he's a chameleon, but. <laughs>
3: but oh. i feel like,
2: yeah, like particularly in that ironically. movie rango he was literally <laughs> oh my confused. god he oh was. yeah he was. <laughs> Did you know did you know that they didn't rango they did not they didn't mocap that movie but they did film reference footage with all of the real actors acting out the scenes and, and like reading and like when they recorded dialogue um really yeah yeah it, to funny. like to Weird. like help like behind the scenes they have like like little like like roughed up sets of where the of where they are in the animated stuff but um they uh yeah then they just like the animators use that as as reference it's actually really funny you can find a lot of reference footage just by like looking up um like like blank reference footage like a lot of times um animators will just go out in like the studio parking lot and mm-hmm. just like like have like their buddy hold like their phone or like a cam, or like a small like little handheld camera and just like sure. record them doing like a sp like a specific action or something That's cool um mm. like if they just like if they just like oh i don't know how it would look if like if i need someone to climb up a wall in a very specific way and they'll just yeah. do it out so they can animate it
0: well yeah. i know my buddy sam who like draws things like he he studies lots of like videos of just people dude, fighting people and that, moving dude. and draw things? it's interesting yeah no but it's it's like he has to like use like a reference you know like to to actually see what the arm would look like in that exact situation whereas when i draw i just like that's what it would do and the thumbs on the wrong side of the hand especially
2: (laughs) with especially with animation one of our first projects was was a dude like pitching a ball and it's like oh what is the what is the dude's what do both ankles do (laughs) when Mm -hmm. someone's you know it's like oh that's like where does it yeah. go <laughs> exactly? It's very strange. Where but anyway, does it go now? We're not talking about any of that. That was a little. The, the beginning of this episode
1: was a little sneak preview for the ball for collection although, walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although, if this particular syndrome were to happen to you, who knows? Maybe all of a sudden you'd be able to perfectly draw someone throwing a pitch without needing any reference. Whoa. So that's my segue into today's topic. But before we get fully into it, let's introduce ourselves. Oh my god, I forgot I about am, that a bit. Yeah. I am, yes, what what are our bits again? Welcome to the bit zone. (laughs) I am your traumatic brain
0: injury, Mm. B, Brent. Mm, Okay, all right, let's see if I can top that. I am your brain damage boosted IQ, B, Bobby. Um, Okay, okay. I don't know.
2: I am your uh, journeyman, J, uh, (laughs) Jack, because I'm not quite a savant yet okay we'll say i'm okay. a just a journeyman
1: yeah just a journeyman <laughs> a, jur- a, a, a jack of all trades if you will yeah um, but a master yes. of none. Yeah. yeah. no but <laughs> but the, is it better than just being a master of one yes no. is you finished it
2: is that apparently that was like at, uh, didn't i feel like we talked about this and we episode. had an episode about the, it go back to the episode about that and we're going to talk about today's episode
0: i think i think yeah, the episode so was like phrases and misconceptions it, and things <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah, it's like weird words of wisdom. Yeah, let some. me yeah. tell you. Let me they tell had a you bad this. Title. Let me tell you this. It
0: was
2: one that Bobby hosted. I can tell you that without thinking about it,
0: because it was a list episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no.
1: Mm. Um, but what are we All talking right, about so, today, Brent? So, no list episode today. We're talking about something known as acquired savant syndrome. Mm. Whoa. So. Yeah, so before we get into what exactly that is, let me define what savant syndrome is. So huh, okay. there's there's a few different versions of this, but um, let me kind of just define what savant syndrome in general is so that we can get into acquired savant syndrome. So savant syndrome, now I'm sure a lot of people have heard the phrase savant before you sort of apply it to someone who's just like, has like an otherworldly ability to do something. So, you know, maybe it's like they have like, so like a photographic memory or can like do like complex mathematic mathematical equations or problems in their head instantly so the idea of savant syndrome is it is a rare condition in which someone with significant mental disabilities demonstrates certain abilities far in excess of the average person so, you might think of like, say, the movie Rain, Man. This is like a famous sort of dramatization of this particular syndrome where Rain Dustin man. Hoffman plays a man who is has who's autistic but also has sort of like this like superhuman ability for counting. Mm. You might remember like the famous scene where like Tom Cruise drops like a bunch of uh, toothpicks on the table, and Dustin Hoffman just counts them instantly. You know, how many toothpicks are on the table without you know just seeing it for like a split second knows exactly. And so then Tom Cruise exploits his brother to count cards in that movie. It's kind of a weird movie. Yeah, don't they go to Vegas and stuff? And Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, my brother is a savant at like this counting or whatever. How about I exploit him to Wait, doesn't he not even uh, know
2: doesn't he find that isn't it like he finds out he he has this brother and then like the next day he's like, I'm gonna use him to get
1: money. well he like takes him out to like lunch or something and then like a bunch of toothpicks hit dropped on the table uh, and he's like 24 24 like what what are you talking about 24 yeah. hey he looks like oh wait it counts the that's toothpicks awesome. it is exactly to tw- what you know it's yeah
0: but i mean a cool, it is th- th- it is th- a really good movie it's very is it's is? very dated but <laughs> i liked the movie a lot I, I, think I haven't seen
1: it in a really long time. I remember thinking it was it was alright at the time, but I also remember thinking like this is it's kind of fucked up. Well, I think that's that's, like, part well that's part of the
0: movie. That's part
1: of the movie is how you're supposed messed to up think that is. Tom Cruise sucks. Yeah, <laughs> um, and like
0: they kind of like, you know, Rain Man gets like mad. Yeah, but, but what about end. Tom Cruise's character?
1: But um anyway, uh, all oh, that Tom is to Cruise say this is actually yeah, all this is to say though that that it, this is a real thing that uh, it's not just like uh, a Hollywood trope or whatever. That uh, savant syndrome is like a real thing that um, apparently exists in one in ten people with autism. Mm-hmm. They have some sort of savant like ability. That's at something pretty like say. Common.
2: Yeah, it's pretty common one actually. T- well, I mean, one in ten of people with autism, but I mean, autism is pretty common.
0: So yeah, it must be yeah. like you know, there, there's obviously probably different levels to it as well. Like some
1: sure, it's not all math. It could be yeah. memory related things. It could
0: be you know, uh, different calendars. Like, My mom, uh, yes, no, uh, she met someone like a couple weeks ago that could tell you the day of the week of any date without any looking looking up like just like it's actually a very,
1: yeah yeah but we'll we'll talk about we have i have some examples later we'll talk about but that's actually like a more common one in acquired savant syndrome too Mm. um is kind of this (laughs) to be able this like recall to be able to know exactly you know what day of the week a day was just based on the date it you know yeah it's it's kind of crazy i
2: wonder if like like well because like the most the most um common uh uh signifiers symptoms signifiers i don't know of autism is, <laughs> is um is like uh 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 uh, uh, uh that lessened social skills a detriment to their mm-hmm. what am i i don't know how to say that they they have lessened the so, diminished they have, social ability yeah, yeah, yeah they have d- diminished social ability i wonder if there's like someone with savant syndrome who's like just super good at like like, like whose savant syndrome thing is just like knowing how to socialize? Oh, that that's interesting. <laughs> or yeah. like or where it's like it's just it's, like
1: the, an ultimate pickup artist yeah. or something.
2: <laughs> yeah, where they're just like yeah, they're just like they're just like um mm. like they have like the Hollywood superhuman esque thing, mm-hmm. and they're also well, I guess it would just be they would just be I don't know, the, I don't know for lack of a better term, quote unquote, a regular person, right? Yeah, because but you wouldn't know. Because the Hollywood yeah. savant syndrome, get you're like, oh, they they can't socialize, but oh, they can they can carve an they can carve mm-hmm. an
0: elephant from memory. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know. Well, uh, I had yeah. a I I not I'm not gonna name names, obviously, but I I had a buddy in high school who was like severely autistic and um, the most insane like singer you would ever hear in your entire life, like the most skillful. Oh, uh singer like could hit any note like it was insane um mm-hmm. and in watching him go up on stage and perform it was like seeing a different person you know it was just incredible but it's so it's not like the most rare thing i feel like a lot of people know someone who has some kind of ability um but suffers yeah, from, like, like social autism kind of
1: sure or like for example for me uh my brother is he's on the spectrum he's not Autistic, he had like what you would call Aspergers back in the day. Now it's just you know he's on the spectrum, mm-hmm. but he was like a super talented woodworker. We call him what we want, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm Aspergers, kidding. we all know like what we're talking yeah, about, yeah, but yeah. now it's classified as you know autistic spectrum syndrome or whatever. And uh, he was like an extremely talented like woodworker. He could just like kind of build anything, you know. Yeah. Um, like he went to a tech school to kind of do that. It was actually kind of like a really sad thing in our family because like he was really good at it. Um, but like the school that he tried to go to like they didn't like understand like Um, sort of like autism or the spectrum or whatever and they're like oh well we can't let him use you know like heavy machinery because he's you know special needs or like on the spectrum so they basically like kicked him out of the program even though he was really good because they're like oh well you know he can't he, he shouldn't be allowed to work with this stuff because you know he's socially awkward i guess you wow. know like you're like and normal he, normal and people be cutting their fingers off
2: every day using yeah, that stuff it was but probably they don't one care things where it was like normal people quote unquote. yeah where mm-hmm. it was like back then he was just like like there was just such a bad understanding of so much and it was just like like so <laughs> like so many people got lumped into the special needs and i'm sure it was just like like the special needs uh people with special needs cannot do, do x y and z you know yeah like that which just sucks
1: yeah it's super frustrating yeah. but um yeah, yeah but it was, you know even at like i have some experience with that with him because he's just like really or he was like extremely good at origami too of all mm-hmm. things like he would just like make origami just for fun and wow, just make these really so complex cool. things you know it's like our house would just have fucking origami shit all over the place because <laughs> yeah it's like oh i'm just gonna whip up just like this like crazy elephants you know yeah or giraffe and shit and it's like it's oh got there's yeah. too many
2: goddamn cranes everywhere <laughs> yeah yeah i can't, can't get anywhere.
1: <laughs> so that's so that's basically what savant syndrome is now let's talk about the topic at hand today which is acquired savant syndrome mm-hmm. which Aww. is a little bit different this is acquired savant syndrome is the presentation of often extraordinary scholarly skills that emerge after a non-disabled individual suffers a traumatic brain injury or illness so basically the idea that someone who is you know lives life you know completely normal quote-unquote is non-neurodivergent or whatever who suffers some sort of traumatic head injury and it all of a sudden you know unlocks some sort of like savant like ability in Mm. them so like some of the things we described, like, you know, Bobby, you were just talking about like the calendar recall thing yeah. or musical talents or mathematical talents, all of a sudden that these people never had any aptitude in before are just like unlocked mm-hmm. and they have like a savant, like knowledge or ability in
0: these things. Or, like one of them that you'll hear a lot is like language. I don't know if you're going to talk about this later in the show, but like language, mm-hmm. like some people will. Oh, they'll wake up from a car accident and it's like they'll they'll be speaking full Spanish and it's like how? Yeah, uh, I don't. Ha- I couldn't like locate any specific
1: examples of uh, that. Yeah, um, it's more of a where, tale like you hear about. I mean, it is real. Like the studies have um, that I'll talk about have seen that as a case, but they were they didn't provide any specific examples of that particular one. But yeah. that is one. Like people become polyglot, meaning like knowing multiple languages after suffering traumatic brain injury, which is wow crazy to think about that like these that, that these things could just be sort of like uh just locked away in our brains but we'll we'll kind of get into that more maybe at the end when we open it up a bit and sort of speculate more about like what this means about the human brain in general but w- let me kind of dive more into sort of acquired does kind of the science of acquired savant syndrome mm-hmm. um even with uh, such newfound skills traumatic brain injuries can provide utterly you know, so people basically who suffer this you know might unlock certain abilities but it doesn't also like mean you're just like an x-man or whatever you yeah. know you're not just like a superhero a lot of these people still even though they like unlock these bitty- abilities also suffer from a lot of the other side effects of traumatic brain injury oh uh, yeah so like you know it's not all like, like hey let's all we'll go smash our heads stuff. into a wall and see if like we can play the piano really well yeah you know? like these people still suffer the symptoms of traumatic brain injury i don't know can it seems worth lead to. It. also also can lead to a lot of you know debilitating brain you know injuries and illnesses down the road like yeah. alzheimer's or dementia are very high um in uh occurrences and people who end up having acquired savant syndrome which is mm. you know really sad and unfortunate but it's you know a reality of the situation so I must, let's move into this next section here of understanding acquired savant syndrome so The astounding abilities of acquired savant syndrome often materialize following traumatic injury to the left hemisphere of the brain, commonly a left anterior temporal lobe injury. Hmm. So this very specific area of the brain tends to be the kind of injury that we see that sort of unlocks this acquired savant syndrome. So very specifically, uh, the left anterior temporal lobe um, is sort of like where we see these injuries that actually cause uh, acquired savant syndrome. Mm -hmm. Um, In every case of savant syndrome, the right hemisphere of the brain compensates for the injury of the left hemisphere. In other words, acquired savant syndrome can present someone with new abilities after a traumatic brain injury where none of these abilities existed prior due to the uh, compensation of the right hemisphere of the brain for the left hemisphere's injury. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is widely believed that these newly surfaced skills are not newly created, but newly released compensatory abilities meaning that um the reducing or offsetting of unpleasant or unwelcome effects of something so because of the trauma to that specific area of the brain it is sort of like this is like the brain's way of like overcompensating for the fact that there's this traumatic injury to one spot so it isn't sort of like they i guess the science around it and maybe i'm misunderstanding so if if you're, if you're, hey, if you're a brain surgeon or a neuroscientist, email us at brainbucklepodcast at gmail.com Because <laughs> oh I'm not. Oh my god! I hope
2: <laughs> I hope there's no neurosurgeons who listen to this podcast, dude.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> well, we're in trouble. That's in embarrassing that for us. Yeah, uh, but from the way I'm understanding this, basically what's happening is it's not like a new skill just like all of a sudden appears. Yeah, it's that, been but like what in is there. actually happening is that. It was there to begin with. And mm-hmm. it's just that because the brain has to so overly compensate from one hemisphere to the other, that it makes these sort of savant like abilities mm-hmm. surface. So, like, maybe this person could have, you know, mm-hmm. developed these skills naturally if they had trained in them in a more sort of normal way. Yeah. You know, like maybe this person could have become a great piano player had they trained in it for many years, but because they have suffered this injury and now this one particular part of the brain is overcompensating for the traumatic injury, they're just developed, they're kind of releasing this aptitude that they Mm. maybe could have had, like they maybe already had the neuropathways for these abilities, but now they're just like extra heightened by the fact
0: that there's this traumatic injury. It kind of makes me think of like, um, it's just like those neural. Pathways exist in your brain somewhere they just aren't connecting to each other and so when maybe one side of the brain is is working more to overcompensate it's starting to make those connections that were like you've got like oh this is a i know music i know how like notes work and i know how to scale works and then like oh i know how like numbers work and then it's like bloop, makes those connections and then all of a sudden you're like oh because one thing i think about is we all have memories like from our life locked away in our brain that we every now and then you'll just be like, oh, I remember that dream I had when I was like four years old. What made me think of that? And so they're in there somewhere. It's just like they're not popping up to your everyday life. And yeah, so it's kind of cool to think that this could. Dude,
2: I think that's one of the uh, those things. I think that's one of the crazy uh, secrets of the human brain of and gotta unlock one hundred percent of our brain well, I mean, like not not like not like as a meme, but I feel like if your brain was like con- if you were like consciously aware of all of the knowledge that was in your brain at all times, I feel like you'd go insane, you know
3: mm. uh
2: like I feel like it's one of those things it's one of those it's one of those evolutionary things that kind of was developed probably to help us like to help us maintain and sort all of this like information that is going in here
0: yeah it's um, like our whatever our reality is to us is yeah more important than like the information in our brain and so like yeah. something you think about is um how we process emotions and things like mm-hmm. and that's why like you know cognitive behavioral therapy like that's so helpful for people because they're able to kind of take the things that are in their brain and connect them in ways that make sense and process them Um, build
1: up that neuroplasticity to like yes build these new pathways and like maybe a sort of like undo other ones that have been established over the course of your life yeah habits of recognizing those pathways like oh my when i this happens my brain goes to this yeah and being aware of that means you can try to like build new pathways and be like Mm -hmm. when that happens and i feel this I should reflect on that and be like, why do I feel that
0: way? Uh, Is that rational? Exactly. And uh, that's so important. And I think what you were saying, Jack, is interesting because it's both an evolutionary advantage because it keeps us kind of focused on the here and now and what's in front of us, which is like life or death. But we live in very like sedentary lives now. And so it's what used to be an advantage is now becoming kind of a um, disadvantage. Like we're ignoring things that we shouldn't be ignoring because our problems are much uh, less. Oh my God, a bear is gonna eat me, and more. Oh, every time I, you know, do this, I, I react wrongly. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, we but. need to go back to worrying about
2: if we're gonna get eaten by lions, in <laughs> less worrying about
0: if I if I got my taxes in on time. You know, it's it is interesting how like we would be better equipped to deal with like that kind of life or death situation.
1: Yeah, so I think the I think the easy solution that we're all kind of just like tiptoeing around yeah, at this point yeah. is just like, uh, get, get uh, Joe Exotic out of prison, have him release his yes. tigers into the public, and, and you know what, things will go, things will sort themselves out right quick, because yep. we'll you have said our it. priorities Survival in Survival of the
2: fittest. We were, we, we were tiptoeing around that, actually. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, honestly. I'm glad you said it, Brent. Uh, yeah, someone
1: had to say it. <laughs>
2: I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna bring up a serious point and be like I don't wanna say it, but the anprims were right, and I was gonna be like, no, <laughs> you're yes. not right. Oh, no. It's no. incorrect. No. I hate if you're an anprim listener to brain boggled, you better not be. <laughs> w- you better stop being one of those two things. What's anprim? Yeah. Anarcho-primitivist. It oh, is that like
0: you gotta eat liver?
1: Yeah, I mean, kind of. It's
2: more...
0: <laughs> no society, just
2: back yeah, to
1: yeah. tribal hunter-gatherers. Yes, oh, it's, yeah. it's
2: like, it's if you've ever seen the, like, return to monkey memes, mm-hmm. it's oh, like geez. that, where it's like, it's like, th- 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 there are egregious human rights violations because of, of, um, of modern industry and society, and it's like, shut up! No! Well,
0: I think we, I think the thing is, we need to evolve, and I don't. I don't think that going backwards to our monkey brains emoji is a good thing. Eye
2: roll emoji. We need to evolve, says Bob. Uh, uh, what are you saying? What are we you We need saying? to evolve. Uh, I sound like become. a super villain. Um. No. 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 But what were you saying? What were you saying?
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For no. 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 It's all. I, I. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I. I think that. We need to just become lizard people, like, and we need to all evolve past these dumb little monkey brains. That's what I was saying. No, I'm just kidding. Trans- careful, Bobby. Um, careful, trans- Bobby. you already think we're lizard people. <laughs> Bob's no, a transhumanist, it turns out. I think we do get stuck in these, like, very, like, kind of primitive, like, we were kind of evolved to deal with things a certain way, and we kind of we kind of don't reflect enough on how we react to things, and how maybe we should change the way that we react to things, um, and so I think that you know when we're talking about about stuff like this, you you kind of there there's ways to trick your brain into working better for yourself and for your mental health while still using the the way that our brains have evolved to kind of simplify everything and that's like and uh, not to sound like a broken record but like cognitive behavior behavioral therapy like yeah. that's kind of the whole point of it is to trick yourself into understanding the re- reality of your situation um because you're your brain is very good in, at getting stuck into habits you know you're
2: saying i should imagine the taxes are a lion yes and well,
0: no, no, no. What I'm saying, and in, in this, I know you're joking, but what I what I'm saying is <laughs> that our brains don't understand why we're afraid of taxes because we can't fight or flight. We can't run away from it. You can't. Like, there's no, uh, there's no decision to be made. Tell that to gonna... Wesley Snipes, my guy. <laughs> 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 uh, so I don't know. We live in a very we live in a very weird world for the way that our brains were built. So it's it is interesting. Um, and i think that's why when you see these kind of acquired savant syndrome things it's like Mm -hmm. um it's very cool because i don't know it's like it's almost like showing how amazing our brains really are and how like there's a lot of potential for you know having control over well, i guess I, um, not having control. I don't know. It's it's. Well, I was talking my about blowing this. blowing up now.
2: I, w- I was talking about this with someone the other day to go to go off of your point of like the brain isn't really built for that. Is it's like I, I forget there's like a concept where it's like the 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 human brain is essentially programmed to deal with like practical manageable numbers. Yeah. Um, where it's it, there where there it gets to a point where the number is so big that the average, you know, standard whatever, you know, the usual programming for the human brain is like uh, whatever I'm never ever going to have to deal uh, ne- like numbers that big don't mean anything. What the heck even mm. is that? Like whatever and it's just like where it's like some pe- where it's like they're, you're literally just incapable of 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 conceiving that number, of imagining how much it would be to hold in your hand, and I think it goes back to the same point of like, uh, uh, not the same point, uh, to bring up a a, a a a new thing of like, they say that you can only maintain like, what is it like, one hundred, two hundred, like actual relationships with people where you remember mm-hmm. names and faces or whatever, um, and it's like because you just
0: can't. You just can't handle that. Now do you think that it's sort of the brain um, partitioning things so that like it's like oh well I can't think about dinner tonight if I'm thinking about more than 100,000 numbers. No, I think it's so the brain. I literally designate. think it's the
2: brain reaching the limit. I think it's the brain I think it's I think it's the evolutionary uh, limit of the brain saying we don't need a, a, a band bigger than 200 yeah that's
1: our, our 200 is our tribe yeah and like yeah, I, yeah. anything outside of that is just too much to consider
0: but I, I wonder oh go ahead Brent.
1: sorry sorry and i wonder if that's why we have such a hard time like wrapping our heads around like what we see happening with say like covid's you know mm. like how many people have died from that and like it most people are kind of like well you know it's it just is what it is you know mm-hmm. kind of shrug it off like yeah a million people are dead but or more than that worldwide and we're kind of just like yeah at, at one point, I we just stopped talking about the number. Yeah, mm. and then you might have, like, you know, n- not that you know, these are both horrible, but then you might have, like, a mass shooting where, like, two people die, mm-hmm. you know? And if, But if it's, like, it nearby you, that, like, two people being killed in this ho- horrible way, it's not, like, more impactful yeah. somehow than, like, the mm-hmm. four million people dead around the world from this, you know, infectious disease. Well, we're still talking like, about like, the
0: Boston bombing, you know? And that was only, like, a couple people. Um, yeah. And, like if you look at boston bombing compared to the amount of people that died from like let's say covid in boston it's like not even close but we have this annual thing where we're like oh my god and and don't me wrong it's like both situations are horrible but we tend to be like at least the people that live close to boston are like oh my god like that was a horrible day and people that maybe live on the other side of the earth are kind of like oh, oh, it's just a couple people, like, what do you mean? Like, it's just a bombing, yeah, cause you know? Yeah, it's,
2: because it's your community. Like, it's yeah. like, yeah.
1: It's, no, I think it's you're onto we, something. It's what your brain can understand. Yeah, it, it's it's a very interesting thing, you know? I I wonder how that stuff kind of, like, affects some of the issues we have now, like, with this, like, inability to kind of, like, sort of grasp these, like, bigger issues. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it's, like, too much for our, our brains to even really handle, so we
0: don't, yeah. you know? And I think to kind of, like, to bring it to a different topic too. Like I think social media is part of what makes it so um, kind of toxic in certain aspects is like we, we associate our tribe with this like social media presence of just whoever's under that umbrella. And you're like, it's not actual people. It's just like people around the world. And so we see that as our tribe, even though it's, there's no names and faces to it. It's just kind of like, that's my tribe. But you or, don't know any of them.
2: Yeah, or it's or or in, in a more literal sense, it's just names and faces. Yeah. You know? Like it's like you don't you don't you don't know anything, yeah, as you said.
0: Yeah. It's very interesting stuff. But I do but, wonder, um, like sorry to keep pulling this conversation away. No, this but, is super, super interesting <laughs> stuff. So I'm I'm totally down to go down this rabbit hole. I, I do I I do wonder though, like if it is the limit... Like of the human brain because the, re- the reason I say it might not be is because of like uh, savant syndrome where you see like that maybe it is a, a physical it's a it's a manufactured limit by the brain to not overwork that part of the brain when you're trying to survive every day. So I, I think about like a computer when you're running too many softwares at once and you have to designate like processing to like one app. I think the brain like puts its own limits on how many numbers we can calculate. And so when something like savant syndrome happens, it's like, yeah, you take away some of the social stuff, but you you're able to like Brent said earlier, put more processing power into one side of the brain that unlocks the true potential of like our math skills. Yeah, but isn't that isn't that I mean, I think I think in that scenario
2: you're kind of you're arbitrarily putting more value on the mathematical side of the brain aspect then than than the other than the aspects that they're losing out in right like yeah. I think it's still it still is is like we see like it still is the limit of the brain it's just yeah has to pull from this other side so it can it can extend so, the limit on on one yeah so yeah. that's so, sort of how I, I guess, see it but yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah so then I guess what my curiosity is you bring it back to what Bobby has been talking about with the uh the cognitive behavioral therapy is is it possible to have both? Mm. Is it possible like, if we were to say, to unlock put, like a 100%. focus effort on retraining our brains a little bit more to mm. like maybe kind of solidify these <laughs> other, this neuroplasticity plasticity and these other pathways. Could we, you know, say have ability to like sort of, Move outside of our evolution is sort of like forge, kind of like forward and like a new.
0: Only if way. we unlock a hundred percent of our brain. Yeah, only
1: if we fucking Bradley Cooper pill <laughs> unlock that shit. Limitless. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's y- interesting. But you're then we so might burn too much.
0: With, could
2: we? You don't even. You're not even thinking about should we unlock should? all yeah. that
0: brain? <laughs> well, if you think about like human metabolism, like we we think of like exercise as the way that we like burn calories, but like I don't think really. Of it that way. Yeah, yeah, because you Yeah, because you've talked to me, and <laughs> so I think that you know, we we spend a lot of our calories on brain power, and our brain, we even we even deal with it today. Like if it, if we get overstressed, we shut down, um, and that kind of goes back to the neural plasticity. Like how much can your brain stretch itself thin? And I wonder if we were able to. Find a way, like you said, Brent, to make our brain as stretchy as possible um, and overwork it a little bit more. I mean, like computer processors get better and better and better. Uh, Is there a way for our brains to kind of improve using future technology? I don't think we'll be able to do it without some kind of external technology, though.
1: So we did. Now we talking like a Neuralink situation here. I was thinking thinking
0: more like um, organic Tech. like not not really like a neural link that like stores things for you but something more like um like let's Bob's say there's some kind of about
2: like eugenics.
0: cellular <laughs> it, like
2: let's just say it bob is talking about selective <laughs> breeding
0: yeah, uh, eugenics. Yes. He's
2: talking about forced yes. evolution. He's talking about. <laughs> I mean, kind of. That's what you're saying. You're no, saying. No, I'm oops, saying.
0: I guess. But, but I've
1: stumbled
2: into
0: eugenics again. I know. Whoops. I'm saying more like. I'm saying more okay, like it's a, a eugenics DNA. eugenics is such that
2: gray line, dude. It's everyone wants to. Everyone wants to talk about. Everyone wants to say. But what if we just bred humans like dogs to be the fart, no.
0: fastest, smartest, strongest? You know, like
2: come on well it, it's a weird
0: conversation but i i'm reading this book about uh it's called uh, long no it's called lifespan and it's dune? by there's david a, sinclair
2: selective breeding of humans in dune
1: yeah well <laughs> that's so that's so yeah th- the benny Jezzer are all over that shit yeah. the interesting thing about book three brent nah i've been taking a little bit of a break from it okay I, you I, gotta been, let but... me know when you finish book three yeah okay. I'll, 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 that by, hopefully by the next podcast, I'm like halfway through. So, but anyway, oh, okay. Bobby, go I, on. Okay. I don't yeah, have
0: yeah. any CD. I'm looking for a prop, but it's a it's a podcast. So, um, the way that nice. that David Sinclair describes it in his book is our brains and our well, it's not our brains. It's our DNA is sort of like a, a think of a CD, and when you have a CD for a really long time, it gets scratches on it, and so our body and our DNA is kind of like. As it ages and oxidizes, we kind of get more and more scratches. And the more scratches there are, the more your body kind of like skips things and, and it, it has a harder time playing oh, the, more, the DNA. The more funky it is and the more. Eerie, eerie, yeah. The and more so, like. Oh, you can get on there. It, it, I'm going to do an episode about this. So it's going to be a lot more research. And so I'll just kind about, of like. About spinning discs? Yeah. And so, eerie. this is just the, the tip of the iceberg, which. Um, that saying is kind of dumb because icebergs actually—that's uh, th- a whole other conversation. Um, no, they don't actually. The
2: iceberg. That's a they good don't go saying, lower. Bob. They, don't, do go they lower don't go lower because they they, it's the, the center.
0: No, the center of gravity would pull it so that it's the same on on because it's a buoyant thing. It's not just going to have. Bro, if weight I have a ice, bottom.
2: if I have an ice cube, ice cubes don't float half in and out of a glass of water.
0: They kind of do, though. They kind of do that. Have you ever no? seen an ice cube like vertical in a in a cup by itself? What do you no? No, because it floats to the side because ice is
2: slightly less, less dense than water.
0: It's, ice is one of the only pure solids that floats on itself. There's a whole thing about it on online where like I wait, wait, this is this is the Wrong. problem. I didn't want to go down We're this road. Really top Show me a, whole a picture <laughs> of
2: an iceberg. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna look at an iceberg right now. Dumb. And if this it's underwater, Bob, you owe me. $5. This is dumb.
0: It's it's half underwater. Anyway, so uh let's let's go back to the conversation at hand, which I completely forget. What was I saying? Oh yeah, the CD thing. So the technology that David Sinclair is developing is basically a a way to polish the CD so that it can help the body uh, read it without skipping beats, even though it's, it's kind of just filling in gaps and it's not really like going back to the, the DNA being completely intact as it is when you're really young, but it helps the body better read what, what was supposed to be there by filling in these gaps and kind of like, you really should think of it like CD polish on a CD. Like, it can actually help the CD player read it better, even though, you know, it's still not the original CD. It's not now skipping beats, so you can kind of, like, put the pieces together yourself. And so that's the tech he's developing is is purely, like, organic, a way for the DNA to be able to regenerate cells more efficiently. And so that's kind of how I see it, is, like, it wouldn't be, like, necessarily, like, digital technology it would be more like we take a pill and that pill helps our dna create cells more efficiently sort of like a crisper sort of thing maybe yeah a yeah it's, it's very yeah. much like a crisper thing like it's it's i mean it, it pretty much is that um mm-hmm. but it's not changing your dna it's just helping your body it's basically de-aging so
1: Gotcha. So it's a little bit different than CRISPR because CRISPR is sort of like altering the DNA. Yeah. Whereas like in this case you're more just like sort of like supporting the DNA that's yes. there to function better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's it's more yeah. just
0: you're repairing the DNA to be like it would have been when you were in your twenties. Yeah. Got it. Which that's is still unnatural, but it's like if you yeah. think about a lot of the causes of death, um Alzheimer's, like uh heart disease, diabetes it's all a lot of it is is very heavily uh due to aging because aging is what causes your body to stop being able to fight those things off so aging is really a disease in itself that's what that's what he says at least um so yeah the search for immortality continues but that's that's my spiel all right so (laughs) i guess i'm gonna get back into the actual um uh
1: acquired savant syndrome stuff just a little bit more jackson was, was there fun, figuring that was a fun, out little, that everything
2: that i'm reading about iceberg really says went. that most of Jack's, it's
0: underwater dude i okay brent get back to the podcast i'm also I'm looking at look, you so, i'm gonna send you this website
2: bob because this, s- this one seems some literature send the real, boys some this literature real good okay. it's got <laughs> equations and everything so you can all read it right, all
1: out to your heart's content all right cool so <laughs> um, let's kind of go through we sort of talked about this already a little bit about symptoms and manifestations of acquired uh, savant syndrome but I'll, I'll just quickly run through the list of mm-hmm. potential things that have been measured as like acquired savant syndrome uh results mm-hmm. um, aptitude for music usually piano mm-hmm. or performance so you know mm-hmm. unlocking some sort of musical ability calendar calculating which bobby you mentioned with your mom's friend yep. um i have an example of a guy we're going to talk about a little bit later who has a very similar ability that you described uh mathematics such as lightning uh, calculations which is it struck me as funny when I first heard it but they just mean like the ability to uh, do calculations with like incredible speed, not specifically calculating lightning. Mm-hmm. Calculate um, <laughs> lightning! <laughs> yeah, lightning calculations. Um, <laughs> uh So then um, arts, so painting, sculpting, drawing, um, or spatial mechanical skills, such as measuring distances without any tools. And then there's some other less common ones, like perfect appreciation of time without a clock. They so call that dead to... reckoning. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, and then we got um, incredible knowledge in fields such as statistics or neuroscience or French is, totally uh,
2: un- is totally unimpressed to dad me, by the way. Did it yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah Good Did job, Jack. Good job, Jack. Great. That
1: was great. that was great. That was great. Damn Sorry, this dude. is me trying to burn through the stuff I have in my notes yeah. as quickly as possible so we can get back to the more open discussion um, <laughs> about iceberg a uh, fun
2: factoid about dead reckoning. Mm,
1: that no, was it. Look it up, you nerds. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> Uh, but then we got, uh, Bobby, you mentioned uh, polyglot-ism uh, or language faculties that are unlocked. So polyglot meaning the knowledge of multiple languages. And then we also have strange sensory discrimination in touch, vision, or smell. So basically it's sort of like some people will experience, uh, uh, we, uh, go check out our previous episode on synesthesia. Mm. Some people will actually have synesthesia unlocked um as a as sort of like oh, their acquired savant syndrome so people who didn't have synesthesia like a also, well, yeah. yeah we'll just have synesthesia <laughs> as a result so yeah. um totally wow so how it, many it must how be closely people, related yeah yeah again i mean it's i think i don't remember yeah i don't remember specifically uh in that episode like what areas of the brain were sort of measured in uh Sort of synesthesia. I don't know if it was the exact same sort of temporal left-right brain situation. I'll on go that. on the record saying um, I'm confident it was the exact same. Okay, okay. we're gonna okay. we're gonna I'll go. Take, Jack I'll can go to the the record fall. and say that. Yep. Jack will take the fall there. I did the episode. I don't remember. Uh, go listen to it again. I'm not going to. Uh, that was a good episode. <laughs> sue me. Uh, that was one I'd favorites. like to see
2: you try to s- try to see what you could sue me yeah. for in this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so let's take a just quick and see how many people have savant. Uh, acquired savant syndrome so like i mentioned earlier about one in ten individuals with autistic syndrome um have uh savant syndrome um mm. as we sort of defined at the top of the episode while less than one percent of non-autistic individuals with acquired savant syndrome end up with that so mm. so my, very a very very small amount of the population have acquired savant syndrome um this includes individuals with a, a developmental or intellectual disability or brain injury. Uh, most of those with this syndrome are male with relatively few reports of female savants. Although part of that is that um, due to the fact that um, more males are affected with autism than girls and also... Being looks honest, like boys rule
2: again and girls drool <laughs> yeah
1: and there's just like a certain amount of a uh, bias in sort of you know some of these studies that has to be acknowledged yeah well. i i feel like um, there
2: is a hundred percent sexism in 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 an autistic person saying oh hey look look at how good i am at this thing and then people like yeah. having enough patience to, to to follow them out or believe them or whatever
1: yeah i mean this is a problem that we see just sort of like in medical research in general um maybe we'll do an episode down down the road it's just this general bias towards white men in medical research it's of uh, medical research is heavily a lot of like people in these studies tend to be white males so which kind of you know affects like how reliable is this data across the board this is this is just a a quick side
2: note and like this isn't this isn't this is just supposed to be i think this is just like look at how 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 prevalent you know the, the 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 systems in place are but i was reading an article that was saying that certain studies which like regardless of the doctor's background they would have that like predisposition to to believe um uh, like men over women's accounts, um, and like white men over, over whatever, um, in like in like uh, when 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 telling stories of 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 like their symptoms and and yep. like pain and stuff, um, yeah, which is just kind of interesting. But um, continue, uh, Brent.
1: Yeah, no, no, totally. We could totally do a whole episode on a lot of those biases because they are. They seem to be pretty real and pretty, there's uh, mm-hmm. a lot of different uh, studies happening now that are kind of showing these inherent biases. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, let's now get into some examples of people who have had this acquired savant syndrome. So first we'll talk about this guy, Orlando um, Yeah, Orlando Sorrell enjoyed a normal childhood like other kids until a baseball accident when he was 10 years old. On January 15th of 1979, Sorrell was hit by a baseball on the left side of his head. He was hit so hard that he fell to the ground and was lost, or fell to the ground and lost conscious for se- consciousness for several minutes. Hmm. Uh, the ten-year-old later got up and continued playing the game, which is kind of wild. Yeah. That's a '70s you right there. <laughs> he gets knocked out for like two minutes straight, and then just gets up like, "You're fine. You got your bell go rung. The Get the back house. in the game, kid." And he, was the be- and he was the
2: best kid to ever play the game from then on. <laughs> uh,
0: and he went on to change his name to babe ruth
1: (laughs) 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 so um yeah so uh the accident was followed by periods of him suffering um from severe headaches um Mm, uh, (laughs) when he lost the headaches though uh, orlando sorrell gained the ability to perform calendrical calculations or the calendar calculations we talk about with amazing speed and accuracy Mm give him any date and he'll tell you what day of the week it was he could also recall the specific weather and degrees for and uh just for that day so he could tell you like what the highs and low temperatures were for the day what the weather was like that day what Weird. like like encyclopedic recall um and now just for the, the listeners at home um i will have a brain bloggle to go with this one so go to brainbogglepodcast.com to check it out because i am going to put some videos in here mm. um we're not going to watch most of these on the pod now i'll share a couple of them with you guys because they're more visual and you can kind of just like watch some of them um but this one in particular uh there's a video interviewing this guy um i'll put that in the brain blog if you so choose to want to watch that it's about like a five minute video i'll be checking it um, out of this guy kind of just doing this like crazy recall of dates and like the weather mm. and, like
0: all that stuff it's very very interesting now we should um, talk to gonna- we should talk to ethan about this Brent, because yeah he got <laughs> this is maybe i don't know sorry ethan if this is completely incorrect <laughs> but he got hit- <laughs> you. <laughs> he got uh hit in the head with a Golf ball flying full speed at a dragon, and, and
2: he's not any smarter at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but Ethan. Ethan has what an inc- Ethan dim? has an incredible ability with perfect pitch. He knows. Yeah, he can tell you like any note, any song, like how any song starts, and he's never been wrong. Like I've, he's done it like two hundred times. I've, I like it's like a party trick. Oh, um, now
2: that he, you mention it, Bob. Okay, this is gonna sound bad. I'm not saying obviously obviously i know you're not autistic ethan but Mm. i there was a person with autism in my theater department um in high school who uh also who had perfect pitch Mm.
1: yeah now i guess my question to you bob is um did ethan have this perfect pitch prior to the the golf ball accident or did he gain it that's what we got to ask him uh, Okay, okay i remember
0: him saying that he didn't like he said he's always had it but like he didn't know it like and then he like figured out that he had it like rec- hey, like in the last few years so I'm like wondering like maybe he didn't have here's it an maybe idea. the golf ball let's, unlocked
2: it Let's um <laughs> sorry squee Let's not tell Ethan and let's see if he listens to the podcast He's not going <laughs> to oh, listen to it <laughs> he's not he's not, he's not he's i not mean he's guested
1: on the podcast of course he's not going to <laughs> no, 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 yeah he has to hear he's us been been on here before <laughs> knows no, better i
2: kind of i kind of <laughs> it's actually i mean it's kind of i mean you would think it's it's a bad thing but it's kind of nice to know that everyone that i know that i originally told about the podcast has like stopped listening to the podcast yeah. um <laughs> because that means that other every, like there's more other people yeah so we have just like
1: natural listeners and not just people we like forced to listen (laughs) to in our lives (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah totally i mean the good Um, thing too
0: is like we you know we've been slower on putting out episodes and but you know what like we have so many now that like if you you want to go back and listen to older ones we have so many like so you can you you can spend i think like what's like like four months listening to us talk nonstop or something yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) totally it's not i, quite I months, don't know why i think i don't know why idea. you'd
1: want to but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway so let me talk about this next guy uh anthony uh Sororia. i might be i'm probably butchering your last name i'm so sorry it looks italian i don't know <laughs> so anthony here uh anthony uh was uh this guy who was already kind of like a pretty um respected impressive individual he was um Specialized, he was a doctor who specialized in orthopedics. Um, sorry, kind of like a smart dude, but uh, back in 1994, when uh, Anthony was 42 years old, he had just finished taking a call from a public phone. You definitely know it was 1994 when someone was using a pay phone. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, st- uh, standing next to the telephone, uh, Anthony was struck by lightning. Whoa, um. Um, his heart reportedly stopped from the incident, but thanks to a uh, coincidence, he was uh, resuscitated by an intensive care unit nurse waiting to use the phone. So basically, just imagine the scene. This dude's at like a, a public pay phone, like one of those ones that is just like open, in open air, not like a, you know, like TARDIS, like telephone box in the UK where you go inside, you just got this like telephone picture for you fucking Zoomers, I don't even know if you know what I'm talking about. There used to just be like landline telephones just in the middle of the street, just that people could use yeah. at any you point had to, in time. You had to
2: swerve around them when you were driving. It was really, it was a real Yeah, hassle. totally, totally.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, so, you yeah, know, So imagine you got this doctor here. He's on this payphone outside, just making his phone call. Standing behind him is this nurse who's also waiting to make a phone call. And then this dude just gets fucking struck by lightning right in front of her, <laughs> and so like. <laughs> Imagine, imagine that, that no, no, that's, not that's that that how funny. fucking wild that is that would be
2: I, I i it's literally like it's i mean it's the saying we see, you used to say for for things ha- not happening yeah i don't mm. know
1: yeah it's it's just <laughs> like amazing to me and also like good on her i mean i know she was a an intensive care nurse but having like the wherever fall in that moment where witnessing someone struck by lightning in front of you to actually like fucking like resuscitate the person seriously that's like, yeah. incredible
2: but um i mean getting struck by so, lightning's got to be like the funniest accident that can happen to someone
1: yeah yeah especially if you survive it um yeah you know yeah but so after the incident which left him with uh burns and affected his memory uh anthony had in quote unquote insatiable urge to listen to classical music Oh. He later had his own piano, bought his own piano, and taught himself how to play very quickly. Tony spent most of his time playing the piano and composed his own music. The sudden musical savant later debuted as a pianist at the uh, Goodrich Theater in New York. So I'm going to throw this uh, video in the uh, chat for you guys if you want to take a look at it. Hell yeah. So um, again, this will also be in the the blog, so head over to BrainBogglePodcast.com if you want to check that out uh this guy anthony uh cesoria basically just like playing like ridiculous concert like savant level piano it's it's pretty crazy it's a long video so you don't have to watch all of it but just to kind of get like a sense of like what's going on here it's just uh pretty pretty uh crazy wow i'm watching it now it's yeah how old That's was crazy. this guy? When never played. Yeah, nineteen
3: ninety
1: four. Do
2: do do we know how old he was?
1: uh forty two. Forty two. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. You, you know yeah, the, so old saying, the old saying:
0: "You can't teach a dog old dog new tricks." <laughs> you can't, you a, can't, not unless you shock him with just lightning.
1: Just let him get struck by lightning, dude. <laughs> you know
2: that saying: "You can't teach a dog." You know that old saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, the old yeah. saying. Yeah. No, that one. Don't teach a dog. Just don't do it. You can't you teach, teach a dog, dog. that
0: tricks are for kids.
1: Yeah, <laughs> awesome. I've been saying it for years. Uh, and it's about. I mean, time couldn't to I just bang lesson. on
2: a piano and say that I'm avant garde?
1: <laughs> and
0: you're just creating a new style of music that we yeah, just don't understand hell,
2: yet. Man. Can't I just yeah, do totally. that and people can pay me money?
0: Humans won't understand money, this until uh, the uh I don't know. I'm getting distracted by my siblings. Yeah, this
2: particular base from yeah, 2013, there was an but in like, your room. I didn't want to say. Anything I, there's multiple in case, invaders. In case you got scared, yeah.
0: invaders oh, Zim.
2: There's multiple invaders. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a,
0: yeah, invaders Zim. Who are, the, one. Who are these interlopers? <laughs> <laughs> interlopers! <laughs>
1: uh, uh, but yeah, anyway. so I know this particular base from 2013, but like the savant-like ability started like pretty early. It just this happens to be when this video is from. Mm. But uh, wow. So next. Let's talk about this guy, Alonzo Clemens. So Clemens is now known as a famous American sculptor whose works are often uh, focused on animal designs and fetch as much as $45,000 a pop. Oh, wow. Um, As a child, Alonzo Clemens suffered from a severe brain injury, which uh, basically left him, you know, developmentally disabled. But um, as a child, he started to show this incredible aptitude for clay sculptures that he had not had to had before the injury now um i couldn't find um exactly when how old he was when the injury happened um i'm sure it's out there somewhere i just i couldn't find it when i was uh searching this guy in particular but at some point in his child he was a perfectly just like you know average quote unquote non-neurodivergent child who suffered a severe brain injury and then developed had uh, developmental disabilities as a result of the brain injuries but he also then became this like really incredible sculptor um and could just like make any sort of animal from memory in these sculptures and then i i got again another video here i'm going to drop into the chat and again you know go check it out at the blog if you are so inclined um yeah this guy you kind of skip around for this one it's like a 30 minute video but oops yeah i sent the same video again Brent boy done goofed
2: it i'm gonna send the embarrassed emoji oh i
1: don't oh no i'm gonna send an embarrassed gift daddy daddy can't copy and paste links from his phone oh no (laughs) this is brent right now (laughs) why is this giving me such a hard time come on select select everything please okay and i'm gonna send that over
0: oh i know oh so so gauche so gauche <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm glad you did the daddy chill one because i was gonna do that too uh, okay <laughs> that's all right let's see daddy
1: and
0: killed. uh daddy chill
1: and it didn't copy oh my lance oh God, yeah that's this not, is not working right out and it's this should... is why i sent the sleepy gif Falling oh asleep over here. Why Atlanta? Why just fucking, just fucking work, my guy. What if I send it again, <laughs> we <laughs>
0: we keep ruining your
1: your link. Yeah, no, but I keep sending it, and like the hyperlink oh, just this, like does works. not work. Water- okay, this one works. Okay, but if for some reason it wasn't hyperlinking I'm like, why is this not happening? But yeah, you can sort of like skip around through that video and just see this guy uh, just making like a horse just like from memory wow so it's pretty oh, crazy oh that's crazy it's like really super fucking accurate just horse just like just like dip, 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 here's a horse wow yeah. look at that
0: it's a little chubby yeah. of a horse but oh I my love it.
1: brent when mm-hmm. i said
2: <laughs> sculpting elephants earlier in the uh yep. in the episode Mm-hmm. I, this was the guy that I. Um, you're, this is the guy you're thinking of that I was thinking of. I saw. <laughs> yeah, I saw. He's a re- him in, in something.
1: Yeah, he's a wow. really kind of like world-renowned sculptor now, and uh, that's just kind of his thing. Is that he just has this sort of savant-like ability to just make sculptures from memory of animals, and that's awesome. You know, so it's pretty cool stuff. So I have uh, one more guy I'm gonna want. I want to talk about now. This guy Jason Paget. So. Although uh, many acquired savants have musical artistic abilities, uh, Jason Padgett's talents are mathematical. After an attack outside a karaoke bar in 2002, the furniture salesman had a concussion, PTSD, and eventually uh, uh, had acquired mathematical genius as well. So unfortunately, it's kind of a sad story for this guy. He just basically got assaulted outside of a karaoke bar where he was concussed and left Mm. him like, with this really bad PTSD and like traumatic brain injury <laughs> that uh caused him to develop like severe anxiety and like uh, agoraphobia but then also um over time Paget developed the ability to visualize complex math and physics topics after the attack but he d- uh, he didn't even uh go beyond pre-algebra in his studies in school so like this guy was like not a math guy at all oh yeah um, he like was not necessarily like very adept at math at all when he was uh going through high school and college but uh became like super uh like savant like in visualizing different mathematical equations and concepts dude after I would this hate injury that. if i got beat up and i was good at math <laughs> yeah so I- i'm sending a picture right Let's now this him is up something again. that, that he, was like nerd so this is like something that he sort of like created oh, to wow. visualize um how he how, sees it uh yeah so uh jason likes drawing circles made up of uh cr- uh increasingly many triangles oh, there's my microphone <laughs> uh what he refers to as an illustration of pi. so this is basically him like wow. illustrating the concept of pie uh so um, wow i mean it's cool
0: i i, <laughs> I when i, yeah, when, I, when, I like, pie, but, when i was in like when i was in like ninth sure grade ratios or something m- my science yeah, teacher like made us watch a video about uh savant who like visualized math um and he like tries to describe what the way he sees numbers and it was all like mm-hmm. like it wasn't like <coughs> numbers like you would picture in your head like how you would see numbers floating around it was like colors and like shapes and and that's how he did math equations and so like yeah it would just he would think of a an equation and it would spit out the shape and he'd be like yeah that's 52 and it, it just made yeah. sense to him and it's like man that's that's incredible this is, that's what this reminds me of it's like
1: yeah this it's kind of this uh, crossover of like um how I mentioned earlier some of these acquired savants like acquire sort of like synesthesia yeah uh like mm-hmm. abilities this one it kind of like is sort of a combination of like the be able, the ability to process process advanced mathematics and physics and also this like synesthesia like element of like the visualization of these things yeah like as these like shapes or whatever it's um, insane so and so paget uh so yeah i already basically went over that so this is a quote from him he said i see shapes and angles everywhere in real life now um from the, ge- the geometry of a rainbow to the fractals and water spiraling down the drain paget told live science it's just really beautiful. Oh, Brent, this um, is the guy. So, it is the same guy. Yeah, it's yeah. the same okay. guy. Okay, so soon after the attack, Padgett suffered from PTSD and debilitating social anxiety. But at the same time, he noticed everything looking different. He described his vision as discrete picture frames with a line connecting them, but still at real speed. Um, so if you think of vision as the brain taking pictures all the time and smoothing them into video... It's as though paget sees the frames without the smoothing so like everything is sort of like he could see like every individual frame wow of everything he sees in addition everything has a pixelated look he said sort of the uh, synesthesia like um aspect um with paget's new vision came an astounding mathematical drawing ability he started sketching circles made out of overlapping triangles which helped him understand the concept of pi the ratio of a circle's circumference to its diameter. Hmm. Uh, there's no such thing as a perfect circle, he said, which he knows because he can always see the edges of a polygon that approximates the circle. Wow. So so he just like has this like kind of like superhuman ability to sort of like just see all these like ratios within everything, with any shape or whatever. He can kind of calculate it and sort of draw it out just from looking at things, you know, it's very interesting. That is very um, interesting. So, th- so that's pretty much um all I have on that. Um I had this I kind of was reading through this one study um well, let me say this. I was reading this article that talked about this one study. Now, huge grain of salt alert. <laughs> the website that I found this particular study referenced in was Gaia.com, the oh, same website a- that promoted Demi uh, mm. Lovato's weird Dude, uh, alien. And that's not a grain of salt. That's a big <laughs> mountain assault. That,
2: yeah. Fog episode, I get ads for the freaking Gaia like streaming <laughs> service on my yeah. YouTube thing. And it's, yeah. God uh, damn it. Same. I want this stupid. And like they all start and they're like, we have spoken to God. Or like, (laughs) you don't need the government to contact extraterrestrials, and it's the only Gaia
0: I care about is the Gaia from Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah, and Forbidden West,
1: and uh, her subordinate
0: functions, yes, or I guess the real Gaia, like you know, the real world, like maybe that too, Mm -hmm. I guess, Mother (laughs) Earth, like maybe the real world,
1: (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah, waka waka. Uh, Um, So yeah, so this the the study was quoted in this particular article, which I was like. hmm. It's interesting. I'll say what I say is it's interesting. Okay. Um it's a very small study, so I would definitely not take it as like proof of anything in particular. A study but it of is five at least people interesting It's basically like twelve people. <laughs> so like so definitely yeah, very yeah. small study. So definitely need a much bigger sample size mm-hmm. to really kind of like take the article like takes what the study says and then like makes huge leaps. Mm. <laughs> um, which i did not include any of that. I was more interested in the actual study itself. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So, but um one study tested um tested this idea of acquired savant syndrome by artificially stimulating an area of the brain they thought could be responsible for this type of mental mental facility uh the left anterior temporal lobe which we talked about or the LATL mm. uh the researchers theory was that an atypical dysfunction of the LATL would lead to overcompensation by the right brain creating a hemispheric competition which is sort of what we talked about earlier. So, like, this is not like um, a controversial idea in sort of like the the uh, neurophysiology community. This is kind of like something that a lot of uh, neuroscientists believe to be po- the possible explanation for this. They don't know for sure. Yeah, but this is actually that's that's
2: based on what you told me. I kind of gathered that together, and based on my own kind of that's kind of what I was thinking too. The hemisphere, yeah. the hemispherical conflicts and everything. That's basically
1: yeah, what I thought. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised, frankly, you didn't say it first. Um, that's ah, very. I, I, I'm impressed with your restraint, Jack. I just so didn't want to come you. off as... as
2: <laughs> I just didn't want to steal the thunder of the reveal.
1: Yeah, you're just being humble, so yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, working with healthy patients, the researchers used low-frequency magnetic stimulation, or RTMS... Which is actually like a like a commonly used thing in like uh, treating depression. Mm. Um, this is sort of like it's these uh, magnetic uh, stimulation treatments. Um, so uh, the rrtms um, was uh, used asking them to draw. So basically, what happens? The researchers used this uh, rrtms and would ask the uh, participants to draw animals and faces from memory beforehand during the testing and immediately after 45 minutes of stimulation. So three different times. Once right before they did the uh, TMS treatment, once during the TMS treatment, and once after they've been doing the treatment for 45 minutes. And then there, as a control, two patients were giving a quote-unquote sham treatment, so they weren't actually a being... Sham. No TMS treatment was actually being done to them, they just said they were Don't you it? mean all the um,
2: patients were given a
1: sham treatment? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the <laughs> shadow totally so they found that four out of the nine subjects had major changes in the way they drew their pictures with several reported heightened awareness in their surroundings after the treatment hmm. uh many reported returning back to normal after 45 minutes after the treatment and one patient said he could barely recognize the illustrations he made even though he watched himself drawing
0: it wow
1: so Kind of interesting. Um, Another test was given to participants after they received the uh, TMS treatments to their uh, ability to estimate large quantities of objects. (laughs) So basically, they would show them, like, here's, you know, a jar of uh, jelly beans. Uh, Tell us how many you think are inside. You know, that sort of thing. So post-treatment, the ability to accurately guess the number of discrete elements improved in 10 of the 12 subjects... This mirrored the abilities seen in Savants as well as other mathematical phenomena like uh, calendar ca- uh, counting. So, you know, very small. The, the two studies all together, you're looking at like 20 people all together. So, interesting data, but um, obviously too small of a sample size to really say whether or not that concrete mm. pr- proves anything. But it is kind of interesting. Yeah, so it is. I just kind of Yeah, for I sure. I just kind of that want. That was the last bit of my notes there. I just kind of like makes you wonder like mm. again we kind of like delved into this like halfway through the episode but like kind of like what potential there is within the human brain that yeah. is just kind of like could be unlocked but like does this mean that there's a could possibly be ways down the road like say through some, a treatment like a tms treatment to unlock more of these abilities that maybe like inherently within us that are just kind of like those neural pathways are just not like tapped
0: into yeah like, i don't know it's it's kind of interesting It's a very interesting conversation, and I think that we'll find out a lot more about it in the next, like, 50, 60 years in science. I I feel like a lot of the science, I mean, if you look at the last, like, 30 years of where technology and science has gone, it's, like, pretty incredible. So it's really exciting to think, like, what we're going to see in the next century. Dude, I hope we get some good
2: science before we're
1: dead.
0: Yeah. yeah maybe some weird science maybe and then, like, dude movie yeah
1: oh yeah in the 1980s <laughs> like from the movie science. uh war games mm. where they well, um totally isn't that the movie where they make the chick that's a weird science so that's oh, the one that i just referenced oh, oh, that is
2: weird science <laughs> i thought they made yeah. the chicken war games no it's weird science. no that's
1: that's not that's the like would you like to play a game yeah one, yeah where like where basically like, is it matthew broderick where he basically like, just like beats like the war game computer or whatever at like nuclear preventing nuclear war or some shit yeah, yeah, doesn't, yeah. Like, yeah. doesn't he like do yeah.
2: army strategies for the like
1: government aren't they like you're the best <laughs> all right yeah, yeah it's basically sure war it games is. a lot of a lot of 80s movies references today yeah like, i know 80s and early 90s <laughs> i don't know what that's all about but
0: uh weird science though that was one of those movies when you're just like a kid and you're like whoa
1: Whoa! Dude, and watches you can and make a like, girl.
2: <laughs> you're like this is Exploitative
0: Oh my god! Uh, this is this
2: is this movie is problematic. Uh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, <laughs> dude. I wish I could just <laughs> make a, different a time. woman. I wish I could just have every part of the woman except for the human part, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
3: totally.
1: <laughs> oh boy! A universal thought had by all. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh uh, boy! Just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. Well, yeah. For the people who
0: don't know us, I'm, yes,
2: I'm not kidding.
0: <laughs> Jack's not. Oh not man, dude!
2: I can't well, wait till we can figure out cloning, and then just it can be uh, just us guys, just bros. Oh god, we just can just clone. We can just clone ourselves over and over again. And sadder be, years
0: are for the boat bros. Throw <laughs> bro out with our clones. <laughs> Satter centuries a, are for the bros. Bro here's a free here's a
2: free sci-fi here's a free sci-fi um novel. For anyone out okay. there, here's a free little sci-fi spin, and I maybe we'll leave on this. Um <laughs> is, uh, 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 humanity has 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 uh stopped <sighs> age has stopped giving birth. Um <laughs> except uh everyone who's alive right now is everyone who's ever gonna be, and you just clone yourself when you die. You get you cloned. Yeah. Mm-hmm um you got a and, bit of
1: a duncan idaho situation yeah a bunch yeah of like, yeah yep. just a bunch of like c- copies but like but you know we might insert our own little flavor in there for each copy yeah. so they can uh, do our sort of like underhanded deeds that we want them to do for us yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> Hell oh, yeah.
2: there's a um there's a little there's a little there's a little uh, uh a thing everyone gets cloned and you don't you don't get your memories from the previous clone but like Maybe you die on a different cycle mm. from your other... So, you're on... You know, I'm Jack 58, mm. but Bobby's on... Bobby's only on Bobby
0: 32. Oh. You know, this you sounds know. a lot like Horizon Zero Dawn. No, it's not Horizon Zero Dawn, Bob. I don't know. Be- cloning yourself to, like, to fulfill your will in the future? Mm. No, no, no. I don't know. Fully, is this
2: Horizon Zero Dawn? Is that what they do in that Horizon map, Zero Dawn? Basically, the main character, clone.
1: Aloy, it... Yeah, she's a clone of, like, this, like woman from like the extinction events who like helped create like the zero dawn system that like re terraformed earth after the fact
2: yeah oh her mother's not her mother it's her yeah
1: yeah she doesn't have a mother her mother is like this woman elizabeth Sobek from the past she's like a clone of her created to sort of like help fulfill the 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 promise of the zero no. dawn project that would restore life on earth and is that why you get into is f- fate is that thing? why
2: her name is aloy because she's like an alloy of the past and the future
1: I- yeah it's like this like weird like everything's metal so <laughs> we're kind of being a little f- chung in cheek
0: here <laughs> yeah um, wow mm-hmm. That's- so cool <laughs> um uh, but we should probably leave right it, it there yeah we should Me probably leave there. yeah
1: uh, it's two o'clock i haven't had lunch yet i'm hungry yeah we just
0: we just sat down here for an hour and a half so uh thank you guys yeah. for uh supporting us doing this on our weekends because Hell you know yeah. it's is a labor of love as we've said many times and we're not getting paid to do this so thank you for tuning in uh we got plenty of other so episodes for- Except for our few patrons. So thank you to our patrons. Yes. Who, uh, yeah, thank you. Pay us to do this. That's true. We somewhat, did make $1, you know. $1 in the last
2: year. <laughs> thank you so, that is true. so much. Yeah, that we sounded, love you guys. Yes. That sounded really disingenuous, but it was genuine. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I'm just really hungry. Yeah. He's getting a
1: little hangry, so we're getting I'm a little punchy And on that yeah, note. So, oh, <sighs> yeah, so uh, check out the website, BrainBogglePodcast.com. There will be a blog there for this episode. Uh, email brainbogglepodcast at gmail.com. Instagram is at brainboggled. Uh, podcast, Twitter's spray Buckle uh, Pod. Pod. Um, so just check out all that stuff. Maybe leave a five star review if you want to. Yeah, and um, if you're lucky, maybe I'll mail mail you some soup this
0: month. Once I don't know. a month, we'll see. If you're lucky, just yeah, once. So if I get lucky, I get soup once a month from Brent, and it's fantastic. I make great soup. Smelling yeah, man, dude. <laughs> all <laughs> all right, right. Thank you, bye. People. Bye, bye, bye. See you next time.